Previously on Night's Quest, aboard the Kaiserion, a brodering ship, Zatar, the crew's venser, and Kareen, his sister, the runesmith, found a stowaway, a troll girl named Ticket. They brought her to Captain Flynn, a Draconi, who decided she could stay for now. Meanwhile, Kor, the crew's navigator, a pale orc, spotted an enemy ship off the starboard bow. It was Splendivorous Finch. After being unable to tone down the situation, Sirsha the Elf, who is also the crew's beastmaster, prepares their Tanin, their great sea monster, for battle against Splendivorous Finch. So, batten down the hatches and tie down the mainsail, because it's time for an adventure here on Night's Quest. quest everybody okay that was unexpected um yeah that's not the tone i expected you of all people to take at the beginning of this <laughs> back. Guys, welcome back to our, welcome quest. our exciting fantasy role-playing podcast we're just gonna i'm two big... gnts deep in this recording let's yeah. go boys it's gonna be like <laughs> a big battle or something quest. i don't know who knows anything could happen anything can happen like guys whatever, welcome nice quest just roll with it that's what we're gonna do we're gonna roll dice this time <laughs> We're a Ooh, lot more than last episode. Is that really how we're starting this episode? Apparently. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do we want to do over? No. No, we can't. Do a mulligan? We can't. It's not, it's not allowed. Folks, this is... You've gotten to know us now very well over the course of um, two episodes. This is this is who we are. You either like it or you don't. You're on for a, a roller coaster of a ride. And you obviously do. <laughs> you obviously do, because you, you stuck into episode two. This is not you, enough. You made it. This is not enough of a sample size to say that people know us. I don't want people to get the impression that <laughs> no, they're like, our best friends, they're our family. That 90% of they our humor is just to pretending to be quietly drunk. I don't want to give that impression. That's not the whole story. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we got a story to tell. <laughs> the crew of the Kaiserion yeah. is now going to fight Splendiferous Finch. Did we name his ship? No, not yet. Ooh, we okay. can. Do let's do that right now. Oh, it is the. I didn't even tell you like all of the names that I have. Yeah, well, keep yeah, them yeah. secret. Keep them special. I don't want to spoil them. The happy accident is a good one. <laughs> I don't think Splendiferous Finch would like that. The mean streak. I do like that one. <laughs> The multicolored merchant is one that I am very near and dear to. Ooh, that could be. I kind of want Splendiferous Finch to have named his ship, like, a name that's way too long, like six or seven words or something. Yes. I like the multicolored. The multicolored merchant? But it's it's only one color. It's only <laughs> teal, which is why it's funny. <laughs> it's just two shades of teal. I think oh, we called it we called it um, the bedazzled ship. We did. That's true. Is, that's that, true. is that just what it is? <laughs> That's a really boring name, but that would be funny. I think, uh, here's how it is. Yeah. Everyone calls it the Bedazzled Ship. Yeah. He has a different name for it. Right. Um, but no one will respect, no one will let him finish saying yes. the full yep. name of the ship. Oh, it's is... always longer. Okay, how about this? Every time Splendiferous Finch references his ship's name, it gets 
longer. <laughs> he adds more to the title. You have to keep track yeah. of this. I will. Yeah, I will set this challenge for me. Okay, you are good. you are holding up a bar with weights on it, and you are actively adding more weights to it. But you know yep. what? You do I'm looking you. at us saying, eh, eh, and we're like, <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with the multicolored merchant. The multicolored yeah. merchant, yeah. Is how it starts. Dumbbell, that's the word I was looking for. It <laughs> sounded like that's what you were calling me then. No, you I, all I could think of was a bar with weights on it. And I was well, like, that's not right. Also. Uh, the crew is getting ready for yeah. a Tanin battle. Searsha's in the battle, the Beastmaster station. So yeah, we're calling yeah, the, it. Uh, the, the Beastkeeper. Maybe, maybe, Beast, it, maybe it's Beastkeeper just, Balcony. Uh, Beastkeeper Balcony is a little too many syllables. Maybe it's just the Tanin. Um, the Tanin Zone. <laughs> Too late. I said it. Oh, okay. We gotta follow our, our rules. That's, that's not <laughs> good. You you must remember our first rule of this yeah, podcast: yeah. every joke is canon. And if you say something seriously, that doesn't mean anything. If you say it as a joke, that has weight. It's oh, the tiny man. zone. But I've established Sirsha as the kind of character who'd be really into calling it a dorky name. So she has yep. to be excited about this. Oh yeah, she loves the tiny zone. <laughs> so she's that's down gross. in the tiny zone. <laughs> <laughs> Time for me to make my way to the Tanin Zone. Have we have we started the episode yet? I think yes, so. This right? is all how how in much it. of this has been recorded? <laughs> all of this. Okay. All of this is in, including this raw, unedited. Great. Okay. File. Sirsha yells back to actually get the same kick, and she yells back, "Um, young ticket. Any other day, I'd be glad to introduce ye to our to our fair beastie, but uh." Today, you may see something even more special. You get to see the Tanin in action. And um, from the Tanin zone, can the other crew members see her or not? I would think if she's underneath like the bow a little bit, I don't think they can see her very well. All right, then you don't see what she does yet. Uh, I think they hear something from under the waves. So it might be very faint yet, but they do hear something. What do they hear? Like a, like something coming up yeah. from under the waves? Yeah. Ooh, it's a sound like... Like a, a burbling. Like like whale noises? or like? Oh, you want like the creature's noise? I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Jake, you pick the sound that it makes, and I'll pick what it looks like. Love it. All right, here we go. This is, this is the sound I'm going to make now. Yeah. Uh, on on a really really big scale, that would be creepy and intimidating. Yeah, can we lie. add some? Can we add some bass to that? Oh, we can put some reverb boom, on that. Boom 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 boom. Almost like the water is like like collapsing it on itself oh, like, as it's yeah yeah. It's like a heartbeat in the ocean. It's something yeah, like that. So it's rushing upward. It's kind of making the water like concave around it. Oh, you know what that makes me think of? That makes me think of like pistol shrimp. You know how they can like snap their claws so fast. Keep explaining. I'm not familiar. So what we see is a crab-like creature kind of comes up from the water. One claw is just huge, just thick, a giant claw covered in mollusks, but also like brightly colored too, kind of like a a bird of paradise, just like vibrant colors. The other claw is is more sharp and, and bladed and can move really quick. And then it has multiple eye stalks yeah, that can yeah. shoot really quick too as well like they can close over their eye as like a another form of attack i don't know it's crazy <laughs> it's, a, it's and this and this thing is that's wild this yeah. thing is bigger than the ship is yeah oh wow I mean, okay yeah. it could very easily crush the whole ship 
within its large claw. But it rises on starboard side, right past the starboard. You gotta, you gotta. In between them and the bedazzled ship. Captain Flynn is barking orders from the helm. He's, Kareen, drop the anchor. Kor, if I don't see a rope in those hands in ten seconds. <laughs> and Kor, who, who had been taking his um, first level scoping stance, yeah. kind of like, oh my goodness, unstances, like unlounges, and just like <laughs> grabs a rope and is holding it. I think he, <laughs> Captain Flynn, he like picks up his trident again. Oh my goodness. And he furled the sails, core. <laughs> he's like, that's coming. And he starts, and, and the rope he was holding, he like pulls it a little bit more and realizes it was the, the correct one. <laughs> oh, he's kind of like giving him grief. Oh, and he starts furling the sails so that the ship doesn't keep moving. Uh, Kareen drops the anchor, um, but she does it by not like manually dropping it, but there's a stone section of the ship. Huh. Like on the, on the, the deck with a huge engraving in it. Um, and she slams her foot down on it, which you now notice is, is barefoot. She doesn't have any shoes on on okay. that foot, on her right foot. And when she slams on it, the engraving glows a little bit, and she see and you can see like some like dust falling um, out of her pant leg, like kind of onto this this rune. <laughs> and as it glows, just, just, no, no, no! It's Jake's face was really funny as you're describing <laughs> this. Really curious. For this. I'm making stuff up. Okay, I'm making stuff up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's got a she's got she's got a dusty region in her pants. She's got magic no, it's, dust and it's, it's stored in her pants. It's, okay. All right. We're here now. Um. Anyway, when she does that, the, the anchor drops. I love the it. Ship. Yeah. But it all happened really fast. It didn't yes. it didn't happen as long as it took to describe it. No, no, no. She slams the foot down, the anchor goes down as the room goes up. Shut shut your mouth. Shut would shut it. It was really cool. I just didn't understand that one detail that you chose to include. Don't worry about it. This is this is wild for Ticket. She's just she's just learning a lot today. Like drop the anchor by Magic, magic dust in the pants that that, <laughs> that correlates to the anchor somehow. <laughs> this is how Brodrings work. <laughs> and anyway, on the other side yeah. of the little fighting zone, I guess. Oh yeah, um, we see the bedazzled ship, and now there, Tanin rises, and it's got to be just as bedazzled as as we've claimed. Oh, okay. It's a it's a cuttlefish. It's a cuttlefish. I yes. should I should know what that is. They can change the texture and color of their skin. Oh, um, it's this thing. So it, it's it's octopus adjacent, though. Yeah, kind of, yeah. It thinks squid, very small tentacles. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, so I've seen what rises these. from yeah. the water, then, is a, you know, start with kraken, right, if that gets you there, with lots of <laughs> tentacles and, and a beak in the middle. But I want to picture that these tentacles, they're not like, oh, I have eight main tentacles. I think this one has... Dozens yeah, of tentacles, yeah, yeah. but of different sizes. So it's got some main ones, but it's also got a lot of small ones that kind of act like feathers or hair on this Ooh. creature. That it then, as it rises from the water, also just with a cacophony of of th- not thunder, but like reverb coming from the water as it rises quickly because it was deep underwater. Now it's ri- risen up. And as it emerges from the water, I think it takes one of its larger tentacles, kind of brushes all the smaller ones, kind of like quickly <laughs> style it and change the color of them as oh, it does yeah, so yeah, yeah. to kind of create almost mocking 
the Kaiserian's tanin um, by matching its color pattern of, of its large claw <laughs> with its hair and kind of styling it in like a almost like a greaser would style their hair. This is more personality I expected from these creatures. Well, yes. I mean, for, from Splendiferous, certainly. I'm yes. absolutely not surprised that he has a tanin that, that takes the time to style its hair. Style its tentacles, yeah. <laughs> We're now gonna have to. We're now gonna have to do some fighting, some dice rolls, and some fighting. And so the the two Tanin kind of squ- you know square up, kind of face, you know, get closer to each other. And it's time for some all out brawls. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how this is gonna work is for any Tanin fight, the Beastmaster is gonna be the one who rolls for the Tanin. Love it because of the one who's controlling it in this moment. Okay. So. I just get a first a first nice roll out of there. I'm gonna say that you guys go first because we described them coming out of the water first. Okay. Alright, so I'll have you roll for husbandry, which is one of the skills. So in Knight's Quest you got your main stats, and then you've got different proficiencies under them. So skills is the main stat, and then husbandry is the is the skill under under that. And we'll go difficulty three, I think. Alright. I think Splendiferous is is isn't gonna be a little baby at the beginning, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to take down my creature, my beautiful bestie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Who I call Reggie. Not not beastie, bestie. My my beastie bestie Reggie. Yeah. I've got a success, but I have two disadvantages. Okay, so a success with two disadvantages. Two disadvantages, yeah. My favorite kind of role. So you're gonna be successful in the Move that you have your tiny do. Right. I'm assuming it's an attack roll. It is an attack. Trying to attack it. Okay, so you can describe how it attacks, but there's going to be two consequences. I'm going to say yeah. one of them is it's going to, you're going to leave yourself open for Reggie to attack you, um, so it'll get uh, a boost towards his next roll. <laughs> it's really Reggie. <laughs> yep. His name is Reggie. They, they, they don't they don't call the tanine up like every day or like super often no. right yeah 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 no. so I think she says uh oh, it's been too long chipper it's good to see you again now go for its eyes and then um chipper is gonna just take a big old swing with that claw you described the big one yeah great and is it going just for a smash or is it going for a chomp chomp I guess yeah it goes in for a chomp and I say it's able to like chop off some of the the many tentacles that are just flowing around. Okay, deals deals some damage Kay. to Reggie. Um, and I think as the tentacles like what for? Oh, here, here's here's one of the disadvantages. Yeah. Here's what I do: is when the tentacles are chopped off, they continue to live for a while. Ugh, so now there's a bunch of these like smaller creatures. Yeah, that yeah, are yeah. Kind of swimming without their own a ton of motivation. And I think Core sees this and is like, oh, uh, guys, I think we've got um, got some other pests in the sea. We might need to, uh, might need to help Chipper out with these. Wait, hold on. Are you are you saying that they're a problem? Yep, they're a problem now. Huh? Huh? Okay, because they're gonna attack. they're gonna wiggle on him. They're gonna wiggle on him. Okay. Well, they, all right. They might wiggle on the ship. They might wiggle <sighs> on oh, a boy. Chipper. We don't know. Oh boy. Mm. So what I'm saying is, if other members of the crew want to do something, God, okay. okay. All right. All right. They can't. Ticket asks, um, when the Tanine fight is, does, does one usually die? Is it, uh, is it, is it that, is, is it that dire? Oh, well, uh, uh, most of the time, I mean, you don't want, you don't want your Tanine to die, but, uh, if you back down, then you usually got to pay in some other way, you know, you got to give some of your treasure, you got to, you lose some respect or you definitely don't want to lose. Usually by the time the Tanine are out, you're already, 
pushing it, right? Usually we try to resolve this b- before this gets to this point. A lot of times it does die, but a, a good a good beastkeeper will uh, keep the dining alive and, and know you know when it's time to forfeit because losing that sucker really puts you in danger. Speaking of which, I do need to go do something to keep ours alive. So excuse me, I'll be right back. Okay. And he like rushes down the ship. Does anyone on the crew want to do anything? The ticket wants to do something. She just has no idea how to help. There's a lot of <laughs> writhing tentacles in the water now, which is terrifying. Yeah. Um, Multicolored t- tentacles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I'll have Reggie go. Reggie's going to make his move against the ship. Against the ship? Oh, excuse me. Against against ship. Okay. Yeah. Against against us is what I meant to say. Oh, okay. I'm going to say Splendiferous is... He's not manning Reggie. As much as he wants to say he is. Wait, hold on. So he's the captain, the Vance, and the Beastmaster? No, no, no. He no, said he's, he's not. not. He's not. Oh, he's okay. not. He's not the Beastmaster. Gotcha, as gotcha. much as he wants to be everything <laughs> yeah. in the ship, he he, he tells he's people not. that he is. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's it's like two people on his crew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He just has one success. Just one plain success. Okay. Everything else washes out. So I'm gonna say what happens then after. Chipper goes in and chops off some of these tentacles. It kind of, it kind of, it's a slow swing, right? So it, it takes a while for it to recover. Sure. And sure. in that process, Reggie's able to get a bunch of the tentacles and kind of wrap them around mm. the large claw and kind of holds it apart, kind of like how you crack open like a lobster's claw. Oh my god! Okay. And is like working to do that, and so it's putting strain. Um, so for sure, is is hurting hurting Chipper. I don't think it successfully yeah. destroys. The claw, but it's definitely, like, cause cause pain to it and is holding it back at the moment. All right, let's go to the, the crew. Crew the Kaiserion. How big are these tentacle pieces? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm thinking, like, they're little dolphins swimming in the water. Gross. Slurming around. Okay. There's, like, a bunch of them. Yeah, so he, um, he kind of yells to the boat. It seems that Splendiferous has graciously offered us a meal. Kareen, prime the cannons for those you don't hit. Grab some harpoons and take them on board. We need the sustenance. Oh, we're actually going to make these into food. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Waste not, want not. Kareen's like, yes, Captain. And you, she runs below deck to where the cannons are on the starboard side. You know what? I'll have that be her turn. We're not really doing any particular order. Probably. Right, right. That's the thing in Night's Quest is you can roll up an order, but you know, we just want to play. We're just going to play, ref. <laughs> Let him cook. So she's going to do uh, one of her unique moves. Oh, so every character has unique moves. All right. Um, she has one called Cannon Fire. Love it. Which is her enchanting ability. And I'm going to say this is not very difficult. So just two to do it under the stress of the moment. Um, and when you use unique moves, it, re- it uses up some of your resources. So each character has Expendable resources for strength and intelligence and all these things. So for the magic, it's called Drainable Psyche or DP. So she's going to use up one of those. Under the captain's orders. Oh, no. She failed with three advantages. Okay. So I think what's going to happen is she runs down to try to prime the cannons. Um, but as she does, so she she gets she gets blow deck and all the cannons are lined up um, on one side of the ship... And they are, they're not like the cannons that we have to, we think of with, with pirates, you know, nice smooth metal tubes, but there's this like clunky, large apparatus with a bunch of different stones and, and rune marks on it. I think there's a couple like weird like tubes. Picture like oh, yeah, okay. steampunk invention, but like <laughs> magic and like stone. It's very clunky. And there's a couple of them on the side of the ship. And as she goes to try to like 
pour in some of the, the enchanting dust and try to start pressing the runes in the right order so that it can be working. One of the rogue tentacles hits up against the ship, um, and so she, she spills some of the enchanting dust, and she's like, ah, dang it, ah! <laughs> and so she's unable to load the cannons. Right. But I think she has three advantages, so that means something big can happen. I think what happens then is she is able to activate maybe a different mechanism on the ship. And I'm just going to say that maybe they have a big net. <laughs> sure, or, yeah. I, I, could I have, I have something? Yeah. This is definitely taken directly from the Sinbad movie, but I think it is something that does exist. Maybe, like, blades can, like, come out of this, like, spring out of the side of the ship. For, oh, like their, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their main use is for latching onto another ship, like, binding two ships together mm-hmm. if we're, like, boarding and trying to take stuff. But in this case... But in this case, maybe they either fling some tentacles away or maybe skewer them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I like that. So in, in the process, she's unable to activate the cannons and prime them so other people can use them. Um, but instead, some of the rune dust falls on the area for the spring-loaded side spears, and she gets an idea to do that instead. And so she activates those runes by kind of again putting her, her bare hand on it where the rune dust has already fallen and it glows and these spikes and spears are they, are they more like hooks? More like hooks? Yeah. Okay. These hooks jut out from the side and impale a couple of the tentacles on them as they're railing about but they can't hit the ships anymore. Um, so I think that's taken out the rogue tentacles is will be the the three advantages is we've a, created a new thing for the ship. All the tentacles have been stopped, um, and we've caught them, so like we can keep them. Uh, Jamie, let's go back to you. Sure. I think it's time for for Sirsha. Chipper. Chipper's not feeling so chipper. No, he's not. He's not doing great. Uh, is it considered like like a dishonorable low blow to have your Tanian attack the ship? Uh, yes. Yeah. So that's like kind of the whole be, point. Right? Yeah, the whole yeah. point is that the Tanians are fighting each other. Yeah, um, yeah. If the other Tanian is gone, then. Usually the other ship will like we'll surrender. Surrender, yeah. So to have them attack the ship is not very sure. taboo. Yeah, very I don't taboo. Think do that, yeah. It got a pretty good hit in on him. I'm gonna see if I can like do the Knight's Quest equivalent of like disengage and like get a mm-hmm. more defensive stance. Sure. Yeah. How how would that look like? What would that? Yeah. Roll your same stats and stuff. Okay. Um. Same. We'll thing. Say difficulty is same. Is three thing. again. Yeah. Same. Roll as last time. Success. Great. One disadvantage. Again, my favorite so much. It is your favorite. It is my favorite because it's the most spicy storytelling option. So yeah, Chipper's able to get out of the entanglement of those tentacles that have been wrapping around it. It's able to back up, defend itself. It's got its big claw in front. And I'm thinking it's got the like sharper claw kind of like angled above, like ready to attack around the larger one. Okay. To kind of like keep itself protected. Right, 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 right. So I'm going to say that if the if Reggie tries to attack, it will have a setback. Fucking Reggie. Because of <laughs> we've got... But there is a disadvantage, and so yeah. uh, what what could be the problem? There's there's still those other tentacles in the water. They're, they're, the uh, ones that just aren't near the ship? Yeah, they're like... Oh, there's a few more over there, Pulling yeah. at his... his um, he can't fully focus on just Reggie because he's got, like, other tentacles. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, so how about this? On his next move, he will also have a setback. Yeah, sure, sure Because sure. the other tentacles have maybe 
are just like pulling him from yeah. below, which is kind of like flailing around, distracting. I think at this point, uh, Kor has climbed up to where Zatar is, and he says, Hey, I thought I'd come up here and get, get a better angle just to view. For, for my scoping. For my scoping. It's time for some level two scoping, guys. <laughs> here we go. On the crow's nest. Here we go. Almost, almost level three, pretty much. You just didn't want the captain to see you doing nothing while the uh, the sea beast was doing its thing. <laughs> okay, you don't gotta call me out like that, man. Okay, like it's no. Uh, I'm, I listen. I'm not harshing your vibe right, or right. anything. I'm not. I'm not calling you out. I'm not. I'm not down talking you. I'm just that's call it what it is. Okay. <laughs> you know, I gotta appreciate you. You. You're good with your words, man. You're good with what you say. I hope so. I mean, I guess it wasn't as good as usual. I mean, we are having the fight today. No, no, no. Hold on. No, I don't think that was my fault. What is this? Well, I mean, you're, you're the Vance. You're the, the verbal fencer of the crew. It's your job to... I, I definitely won that. Are you saying I didn't win that? Uh, well, I mean, you I mean, you definitely had the roast in. I mean, you definitely perturbed Splendiferous. For sure, guy. For sure. But, uh, I mean, it definitely... I mean, we're fighting. So that... that I don't know. I mean, that's kind of like what you were trying to avoid. Vencing is a two-way street, man. I can do everything... On, in, on my power to to do the, the right thing but if the other guy just wants to have a fight like it's not like we're not going to pull our tanin out if they're going to pull their tan- what are you talking about <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying I've seen you do better I've seen I've seen some hot-headed folks and you calmed them down and had them give us their money you remember that time <laughs> that was that was a good day we got the whole crew to give us all their money when they had their magic cannons pointed at us. Are you complimenting me or insulting me? I don't understand. A little bit of both. Why did you both? come up here? What did... I just don't want to be downstairs right now, is all I'm saying. Okay, well, you can be up here, but don't, like, do whatever it is you're doing, because it's not great. <laughs> anyway, we'll go back to the fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a question about Ticket. So, yeah. when we were when we were putting up stats, uh, Ticket had a two in magic. Um, mm-hmm. Can I just like cast a spell? Is that a? Can I just? Yeah, do you that? got spells. Can I just decide that Ticket has like some kind of low level spell? We're making stuff up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though she doesn't fully understand all the nuances of what's going on, she can see that like a bunch of tentacles in the water is bad news. So I think she's gonna try to <sighs> launch a spell at them. But what is the spell gonna be? It is going to be a fireball. It's just a low-level kind of fireball type thing. Okay, what does she use to cast the spell? What does she use to cast it? Yep. Like, there needs to be some kind of conduit or item? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I like the idea of her having a ring. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it perhaps in the shape of a dragon? <laughs> well, so here's something we gotta remember. Here's something we gotta remember. Okay. All magic... Is clunky. Is clunky. There's sure. nothing efficient. There's nothing smooth. Yeah, totally. So if you've got a fire-shooting thing, it's gotta be a... Let me get it out. Okay, so so not a ring is what you're saying? Um, if it is a ring, it's gotta be like a whole gauntlet, if anything, you know, like so not a ring. I'm down for a gauntlet. I I didn't know that was an option. Let's do this. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Okay. And it's like it's like really hard for her to carry it because she's not the strongest person physically, and it's like really bulky, and it just goes over uh goes over left hand. It's some kind of metal, I'm not sure what, but it's got like, it's got a red gem in it, but it's not like a super shiny, perfectly cut gem. Mm. It's like kind of broken and faded and old. I think to activate it, so like there's a bunch of 
again, the magic all here has got runes. So like yeah. from that gem, there's like little etchings and stuff. And I think to fire it, she has to like slam the top with her right hand yeah, to like yeah, shoot yeah. the fire from it, I think. Absolutely. That's exactly what happens. Let's have her roll spellcasting. Let's have her roll spellcasting. Okay. For her fire gauntlet. Fire gauntlet. Uh, that gives me two green. What do you want the difficulty to be? I think it's a two. I love to hear that. I don't think the tentacles are that tough. She's trying to fry at least some of those tentacles that are in the water. Success with two disadvantages. You know we love to hear it. I do. Uh, she's <laughs> able to. She's able to hit some of the the tentacles that were still rogue in the water that hadn't been caught by the the hooks. I think at this point there are no more tentacles by the ship. I think she gets the last ones from that. Excellent. With two though, how mean do you want me to be in episode two of our little show? Uh, I don't know what you mean by that. Are you saying that ticket is gonna die? Yes. No. No, not that. <laughs> Then what, roll then oh what no are you asking that? me? I'm going to guess she's not an expert at this device. Yeah. I'm just guessing. Yeah, probably. Um, so I think she's able to shoot it off. All right, the problem with the tentacles is solved. Yeah. But she's not able to turn the fire off quick enough. Oh, no. And accidentally sets something on the ship on fire. So now there's a, That's not a fire problem on the ship. It's not the whole thing, but I'm going to say that there is a, maybe like they got like a spare sail kind of like on the main deck that's, or some fabric that's on fire. So we'll figure out how, how to deal with that next. Yeah. Uh, I got a thing. Go for it. The captain, seeing this, like vaults over the railing down to the main deck with his trident and starts spinning it. He's going to use a move called channeling. Hmm. Okay. Which his uh, trident it calls the the water calls the seawater up, and he's gonna use it to put out the fire. Ooh, oh, so okay. it summons the seawater in yeah. to him. Oh, awesome, awesome. So that's gonna use DP. Uh, yeah, probably. What would you consider that? Is let me ask: Is the magic coming from within him as a draconi? Is it coming from within the object, the trident? I'm gonna say it's coming from the trident. Then it's gonna be spell casting. Okay. All right. And I'm going to say, this is a pretty slick spell for the Strident. Well, yeah, that's it's going to be important later, I oh, assume. So it's one of, the, one of the few slick magic items. Yeah, like he didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I like that. I think that I'm cool with there being a few things that are not clunky, but then it has to be like, that's important. Yeah, this is yeah. not clunky magic. And, and also, like, not necessarily super helpful, like, all <laughs> yeah. the time. Sure. It can move the water. Yeah, it moves the water, which we are in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, roll difficulty two. Okay. Uh, because that's it was two disadvantages. Righto. Three successes, so success and a disadvantage. Okay, great. Yeah, that's you're fun. able to put out the fire. You kind of create your own... Is it like a, a little tentacle of water? Is it a little blob of water? How does it move out? Yeah, it's it's like a, it's like a, a, like a directed wave. Yeah, I suppose like a tentacle. Like, it, it comes up out and, and splashes onto the deck. Yeah, okay, great. And then one disadvantage? Yeah. I think then the water splashes, puts out the fire, no problem. But I'm going to say that the splash is a little bit too much. Like, the, the water runs off and is going to push Ticket to oh, the edge. Um, it doesn't doesn't knock her overboard because um, it's just one disadvantage. But I'm going to say it kind of slams you up against the edge and, and you are going to be uh, kind of teetering. Oh, that's almost not good. fall off. So we'll resolve that in a second. Oh, lordy. But let's get back to the Tanines. She's one step closer to the edge and she's about to break. <laughs> Don't push that's me because right. I'm close to the edge. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say it is now... It's now Reggie's turn. Okay. It's going to use... It's going to use... Uh, I think Splendiferous... You hear him shout from his venting spot. He says, Well, 
It seems like I was right. Your ship has got a blaze. Ooh. Okay. I mean, for a very brief time, yes. And I think it's time to put you and your silly little tanning out of your misery. Oh, boy. It's time to use my bedazzle blast. Oh, boy. And I, oh, and I think you hear, you hear Kareen shout from below deck, and she's like, Oh, he better not be pulling out any of his <laughs> rune magic. And I think you see that some of the gems on the side of the ship start glowing. Is that allowed in a tiny fight? No, it's not. Oh. Uh, it is definitely not. And you see oh, no. uh, his tanin like start to sink below the water. Oh, and no. he's now going to make an attack against your tanin, oh, which is which is defended. So it's gonna have a it's gonna be a setback. Okay. Defended by what? It kind of like it went in a defensive position, oh, so gotcha. it was like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, ready. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to basically have all of these bedazzled jewels on the side of his ship shoot lasers at your tanin. Just shoot lasers out of his of his water ship, of his pirate his, ship, of his oh, water yeah. ship. Yeah, I guess. And um, that's a triumph. Oh, okay. Are you kidding me right now? In Knight's Quest, there's green and yellow dice. The green dice are nice. They're good. The yellow dice are really nice. So if you're good at something, you roll yellow dice. And they have what's called a triumph symbol, which is like a nat 20 if you roll d20s. Very rare. And if you get them, you can do something really, really cool. And, uh, well, he rolled one. Did you really? Right. I'm going to do the rest of the math here. And it it just is the triumph. So it evens out perfectly. Um, so it's a success with the triumph. So, I think what happens is, even though our good old chipper is in a nice defensive block... Right, right. Splendiferous Finch cheats. He cheats hardcore. That is not ideal. And he just shoots yeah. from multiple angles, and I think that the tanning is fierce. Right, and so right. I don't, I don't want to have it goes down without, without a fight. But, you know, it's, it's giant claw does put up some resistance um, for a while. But I think one of the lasers, because there's multiple, comes in at a different angle, right? That the claw isn't able to block. And it causes Chipper to kind of flinch a little bit. Right, and more right. of them come in. And the smell of roasted crab uh, reaches Gross. the crew. What a horrible way to describe that. Yeah. yeah and you hear you hear Searsha yelling, Belay, Chipper! And it's it's sad. It's really sad. You say, say Belay? Yeah. Like, come back? I, I think it just means, like, well, I thought it meant no, get away, but I could be wrong. That sounds right. I think I think it means, like, cancel that last or something. Like, when you tell somebody to belay that order. Oh, okay, fine. I'll have her say something else. I mean, that's what it can mean for, for her. Right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like, return, belay! Yeah, yeah. It's an elvish thing, you know? Sure. Specifically pirate elves, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brodring, brodring elves, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I don't think that Chipper's dead, because I think that'd be kind of crazy to kill him off with one dice roll. Okay. But I do think the fight has clearly been won. Uh, and so I, I think Reggie pops back up with all the tentacles and starts uh. moving in. What is it, does anyone do to try to stop this? Um, the captain, like, quietly to um, Kareen says, ready the cannons. Yes, captain. And she's going she's gonna to rush. I think she's already... 
down there, right? So that, that that's that's a move, Captain's orders. Oh, Ooh. excellent, excellent. Oh, how, how does that work? So that uh, uh, if you if you are directly following the captain's orders, you get a boost to your following roll. If you oh, nice. are disobeying the captain's orders, you get a setback to your next roll. Oh, there you Ooh, go. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so she's gonna try again to ready the cannons. Oh yeah, that's gonna be much better. <laughs> I want. I want, after that happens, I want Sirsha to yell out, bad form. Oh, for sure. So I think it looks like we've got, yeah, it just, it's two extra successes at the end. So she's able to, I think it's a a couple of motions, right? It's not just one slam this time because the cannons are are more complex. Um, But she hits a couple of the runes, starts charging them. And I think there is like a whirring sound that you can hear on the ship when the, the cannons start to heat up. And so she's, she's. She primes them all up, um, and, and I like the picture. Once she's primed the cannons, anyone else can can now use them. Okay. During the encounter, um, so it still requires some aiming and then an actual like firing. Um, yeah. But they're all magically ready to go. Cool. Uh, Captain's gonna gonna like grab one, like to both hands, level it at the Tanin. Oh, I like yes. that. I like that. Like the whole time, just screaming curses at Splendiferous, <laughs> just like you salt sucking coward, like the, like of that ilk. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And I don't know if they require any ignition to go, or like once they're no, ready, no, no. they just go. Yeah, they they're readied. Yeah, he just lets loose a volley. Yeah, and how how do we want the firing motion to be? Because the runes is it, is it a punching? Is it, is it like a plunger kind of action? Is it like a a crank? What is it? What oh, is I really action? like a crank. Ooh, okay. I like a good hefty crank. I can picture yeah. that. So it's all primed, and he just gives it a hard, hard like circular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that releases some kind of magical mechanism within. <laughs> um, that then a. I don't think it's like a, a hard cannonball that gets released, but I do think it's like a ball of energy, like like a plasma ball that gets oh, kind of shot okay. out. Um, cool. So let's roll oh, damn. for that, oh, Captain. Excellent, excellent. And I'm thinking accuracy for this sucker. Okay. But how's, how's Captain Flynn's accuracy? He has a check in it. All right. Nice. He's a marksman. What's well, his I mean, he's dexterity? Been, he's been on the boat long enough. Yeah, yeah. His dexterity's one. Okay. So he's not very dexterous, but he can aim. Yeah, that's that's what he's got. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> so <Okay>. he's got <laughs> one yeah, dice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say it's going to be difficulty two yep. because the creature is is close. So why would that make it harder? Oh no, I think you meant I think you meant two instead of three. Yeah, two instead oh, of three. Oh, I see. Gotcha. I'm going to say that uh, I think Kareen, knowing the captain, seeing him getting down there because she's she's she just primed him. I think she's also going to kind of like help him like she's letting him do all the work sure but she knows enough to like kind of like if he's off she can like adjust it a little bit from where she's at so giving uh give him a boost we'll see if he hits tis a success with a disadvantage perfect okay so he's able to hit reggie um with this plasma blast so that the cannon kind of like sucks in and like i think it cranks it like engorges a little bit then and shoots it's like a thunk and this plasma ball comes out and like I think it kind of like splashes when it explodes so Ooh. it's kind of like like when you like throw a water balloon at someone and like the water kind of like curves around the object you threw it at I think that's what this ball does is when it, it hits it kind of like crashes around it and then explodes so it's like yeah, stretches yeah, yeah, yeah. and then blows up so it wraps around the creature's face 
head <laughs> um, and then s- and explodes. But I think because it was so close to the ship, it kind of causes the ship to like uh, rock back a little bit. Sure. It's not designed for this close of combat. Yeah. Uh, Captain Flint, he's got like one arm like kind of wrapped in the rigging and he's still just screaming at Splendiferous. He's, if anyone's going to be coming over here, it'll be you, Splendiferous, you silly idiot. You <laughs> <laughs> silly idiot. <Yeah>. Silly <laughs> like, idiot. Yeah. Uh, you're the one who fired that. You can come over here yourself. And I think you hear Splendiferous say, Oh, what? I can't hear you over the sound of, uh, of, of being right. <laughs> <laughs> Being right? Yeah. Being right about what? I'm the winner. I'm victorious. <laughs> Is he? Only in the most technical sense, Splendiferous. <laughs> now, I like how Splendiferous is yeah. in the, the Vancing post, which can magically project his voice. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so that's how your ship is able to hear him. The captain is not. He is just just shouting uh, from yeah. low yes. deck where the cannons are. Not for sure. Um, and he's like, no, no, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how do I get Ticket back to safety? She's still perilously dangling over the side yeah, of the ship. I think um, after this explosion, <laughs> it's now rocked the other way. Yeah, yeah. So, like, she was leaning over the starboard side, and then the blast kind of flings her back oh, on. Oh, good, good. Okay. Uh, mm. Back on, but, like, on her face. Excellent. Okay. So, I think we're at a point where both the Tanine have been very badly hit. I think right. one is nearly dead. I think... Splendiferous is, is not doing so good either. These these fights are pretty gnarly. I would say that ours is worse, though, for sure. I think Searsha would call him back. Okay. Yeah, I guess I don't have to describe how she does it. I think y'all see um, Chipper, like, submerging beneath the water again to wherever the Tanin go when they need to mm-hmm. friggin' not The Tanin dimension. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you hear Splendiferous laughing, projected over. It's like, oh! <laughs> So then you retreat! Yeah! <laughs> Another W for Splendiferous! Did you say W? <laughs> They're W! Yeah. <laughs> I want Splendiferous to be like, let's go! <laughs> let's go! He just talks like a 2023 streamer. <laughs> I think you can see that though, my Tanin was indeed bedazzled and beautiful. Oh my goodness. That is also the better one. <laughs> Zatar yells back. As in most things, Splendiferous, you are only half correct. Your tanin was not better, as your ship did most of the fighting. Oh, you enjoyed the blast of our bedazzled beans. No, no, don't change the subject, you little person. Listen. <laughs> Would you like to see it again? Oh, no. Oh, no. The captain says, because he's not going to wait for the possibility that it doesn't happen. He says, um... Kareem, shield up now. Oh, excellent, excellent. And she's like, yes, Captain. And she walks over to, I think, one of the only other clunky magic devices we have on the ship. Because they take up a lot of space, so we can't have too many. But this is one that is on the other side. Actually, it's in the middle. It's right in the middle of this below deck area that we have all of our magic in. And I think it's a vertical rod, like a large pillar um, kind of in the middle with a lot of squiggly blue runes um, from top to bottom. And she kind of grabs it and like hoists it downward, kind of like throws it downward. And we'll, we'll roll that move as well. Love it. Um, and see how that Is this another captain's orders? Oh, yeah, for sure. Nice. Because that would be great. I feel like that's kind of be going to be his main one. <gasps> 
Well, we're doing great. We got another triumph on this Ooh, roll. Cool. Okay. So let me just do all the rest of the math, see how that balances out there. So yeah, that one is a success with the triumph and two advantages. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold that triumph. I'm going to keep it for now because I don't think we need it. One thing you can do when you roll a triumph and you don't want to use it, you can keep it as an expendable resource later as a triumphant play for the future. So I'm going to do that with Kareen. Otherwise known as TP. Of course. Also called TP. That's right. TP. So, because we still got two advantages on this. So I think she activates the rune and as she slides it down, the pole itself maybe moves somewhat, but it's more so she's just activating more of the runes along the edge. And what it does is it's almost like she's throwing a plunger into the water. And what happens is a, a ripple emits out from the ship and a large wall of water emits all around the ship, kind of surrounding it. It's called the tidal wall. And it stays upward to protect. I think with the two advantages, one of them is it's going to be extra high. Okay. So that way only the the Vance nest on the top um, is visible. Um, but also, I, one thing I decide to do if it ever gets advantages is it can sometimes like freeze up a little bit. Oh, so cool. it's extra thick Ooh, too. Cool. All right. So this wall of water goes up around the ship and, and freezes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Defending the ship from any future attacks. Heck yeah. Excellent. Okay. Oh! I suppose you do not want to see my bedazzled beams again. For shame, I shall have to show you another time. You want to talk about shame, Splendiferous? What the heck was that? I don't know what you're talking about. You just wait till the council hears about this. Oh, you want to bring this up to the council of captains? Oh, I'm shaking in my sparkly boots. (laughs) Hey, how about this? Listen, listen to me, Captain Flynn. I know you can hear me, you scaly bearded twat. Oh, okay. Got him. I know you wouldn't go to the Captain's Congress, okay? You're too scared of what happened last time. So I'm oh, going to go on my no. way to the port we haven't named yet. <laughs> and I'll see you later, lizard brain. <laughs> And he starts sailing away. (laughs) Wow, how do you how do you get that good? Yeah, Flynn is like full rage. Like he's like throwing things on the deck, like shooting like fire into the air. He like slams the doors of the captain's quarters and there's just clamoring, like uh muted clamoring happening inside. More stuff being thrown inside. I think the rest of the crew maybe gathers back on the, the main deck. Gore's like, well, that uh, could have gone better, for sure. I want to say that Saoirse is not there yet. Okay, she's not there yet. Yeah, I'm going to do my own quick roll for something. I rolled I rolled one green and one purple and just, just to see what the aggregate would be. And um, I think Saoirse does come back. Is everyone... Did you say everyone including the captain? Uh, I don't I think not the captain. Not the captain, I think he's okay. in his quarters. Everyone else is there with ticket. So Saoirse does come back and... Um, she looks a lot more somber than last time. And I think seeing the crew gathered around, she nods at Zatar and she claps Ticket on the shoulder and says, um, Well, you've, you've seen your your first share of uh, Battle at Sea now. It only gets more exciting from here on out. <laughs> and then um, she turns to the others and she says, I've, uh, I've got some news I need to share with the captain. And she heads back over to the quarters as well. Mm. Oh. So it wasn't supposed to go like that. What was supposed to happen? What's the 
Captain's Congress? It's just a group of all the Brodrin captains who make the rules about what's cool and what's not cool. And that was not cool. <laughs> that was not cool. Very much not cool. In a taunting fight, it's just supposed to be beast on beast. You don't, you don't get the ships involved unless your Tani's already dead. That was disgusting. Wow. Yeah, Splendiferous is, uh, he's, we've kind of been, uh, messing with him for a while, but he's, he's never stooped to that level before. I mean, that was... What did he say about the captain not wanting to go to the Congress? Oh, yeah, I think that has to do with, um, this was, this was, uh, before you were on the crew, let's just say it, last time we went to the Captain's Congress, it did not go well. Captain Flynn. Okay. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I I don't even know if he would want me to tell you what happened. Is all I'm saying. This this <laughs> sounds like this sounds like a power play. This sounds like something that somebody would go like, oh, I don't even know if I can if I can you know divulge this to somebody who hasn't been on the crew as long. I mean, it. it <laughs> I think I think Kareem kind of like jabs at me. He's like, we have been on the crew for like four years. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> we haven't been on the crew long enough for you to be able to tell us, okay? Like, we're all one crew here. I think we can find out what happened. It is at that moment that the captain comes back out on deck, and he is definitely cooled down. He's actually he's steaming a little bit, like actually <laughs> steaming. steam coming up yeah. And he says, as some of you may have guessed, we've had a loss. A rather expensive loss. A loss that we cannot afford to stand by and take. We have to postpone our current heading, crew, plot a course for the Maelstrom. We need a new beastie. Thank you for listening to Night's Quest. Our next episode will be coming out in two weeks on July 7th. If you can't wait that long for more Night's Quest content, you can head over to patreon.com slash kqpodcast, where you can support us and get access to an episode that answers the question, how did Ticket get on the ship? Thank you to our current patrons, especially our Triumph tier, Lowell Long May He Reign, Mike, and those dang high elves again. You can join their ranks and get access to that special episode for only seven bucks. Thanks for your support, and we'll see you next time. And I think maybe you have to name ours Kingler. Kingler? Yeah. Uh, Like the Pokemon? Yeah. I mean, that's... I'm pretty sure that's copyrighted. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> um, Dude, you, can't, you can't name I, it after a Pokemon. I don't that's need, true. I don't, need this, I don't need this to be the official name, but I do have, I do have what Searsha calls him. Oh, um, yeah.